welcome back to Pop Culture Crush. It's Jessica here, and we have a special guest for you today. It's Coco. <laughs> I, I think you got to stop introducing me as a special guest because honestly, at this yeah. point, I'm kind of just here. <laughs> well, you're not every episode, so you are special. Oh, thank you. And very happy Valentine's Day, my dear. Yes! Happy Valentine's Day, babe, and happy Valentine's Day to all of you, whether you celebrate or not. We're wishing you a happy Valentine's Day. Especially you. Especially you. Uh, We, so it's Valentine's Day, so we decided to celebrate this romantic holiday by each doing our own pop five rom-coms woot, woot. it was hard wasn't it i don't know i kind of yeah it's true you you were just like boom 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 boom. Yeah, pretty decisive. i am like a rom-com whore i've seen a lot of rom-coms so you know i thought i had seen a lot of rom-coms before i met you and then i realized i hadn't yeah <laughs> so. like i'm at a whole nother level so i guess we can just uh Jump right in. You cool. good? Yeah. Okay. Go first. Okay. Number five. Well, so I should say, like I always preface with a lot of my stuff, for movies, I don't necessarily go by favorite, but how much I've watched it. Like, if I've watched it a lot, which I guess that kind of means it's a favorite, right? And uh, starting with number five, I s- decided to start with, like, the most recent rom-com I've watched and kind of go from there. It just kind of worked out that way. So my number five is Crazy Rich Asians. It's from 2018 with Constance Wu and Henry Golding as the leads. And for me, I I have watched this movie many times. I think it's a super cute movie. I think it's funny. I think it's a fun like take on rom-coms. And we haven't really seen a lot of rom-coms in recent years, have we? Not really. I mean, once you hear our list, most of them are from the 80s, 90s. Well, you know, the 90s were kind of a golden era for rom-coms. It's true. So I kind of wanted to, that's that's the one in the most recent years that has really caught my attention. Very cool. Well, my number five is actually a new one, too. So mine's from 2017, and it's The Big Sick. Oh, that's so good. It's starring Kamel Nanjiani and Zoe Kazan. Uh, along with Ray Romano, Holly Hunter, and a bunch of other people. And um, I just think, I think it's adorable. I love Kumail. I think he's just a hilarious guy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, been following him forever. Um, and so when he, yeah, kind of broke out with this, now he's got a Marvel movie coming out. It, That's he's so kinda, weird. He's kind of blowing up. <clears throat> but isn't it kind of cool that it's based off a true story? It's really interesting, like, yeah. So a little trivia on that one is the movie is written by Kumail and his wife, Emily B. Gordon, based on their experience of Emily getting sick shortly after they met. So it's actually, it's kind of a true, almost a true story. Yeah, that's crazy. And she was there through the whole filming of it and everything. All right, so what's your number four? Number four is The Wedding Planner. And this is from 2001. And it's with Jennifer Lopez and Matthew McConaughey. Uh, she kind of did a, she had a little rom-com kick there with this and uh, Made in Manhattan. And I really like this movie. I don't know why. It's super cute. It's funny. It's about this wedding planner who meets this fantastic guy and then come to find out he's the groom of 
one of the people that he's she's gonna be wedding planning and it's just kind of a little zany a little fun they have really good chemistry i don't know it's just it's one of those ones that i have found myself watching over and over and over again throughout the years i was gonna say when you start out with the wedding i'm like wait a second there's no way we have the same number four <laughs> and it's true we don't my number four is the wedding singer from 1998 that's so interesting i don't even think of that as a rom-com but it is it is. It's absolutely, absolutely a rom-com. Yeah. And uh, I, I love the chemistry between Adam Sandler and Drew Barrymore. Yes. I think they're adorable. I love, um, what was that other one they're in? Uh, Where she Street. has amnesia. Yeah. It, such a stupid <clears throat> premise. I mean, I think Wedding Singer is a better movie. But yeah. still, they're just cute together. Absolutely. Side note, one of my brothers, I won't name which one, really likes Fifty First Dates. <laughs> really? Like, that's one of his, like, faves. Interesting. I know. Knowing my brother's. Moving along. Okay. So, okay. So, my number three is kind of like a collective 90s teen rom-coms. So, I grew up, I was basically like middle school, I think, middle school, high school, um, when like Clueless, 10 Things I Hate About You, She's All That, uh, Never Been Kissed, like I brought up. Like, movies like that were really big when I was in like late middle school, early high school. And so I decided to put one of those as my number three. Now, this is going to be a little controversial, I think, with some of my friends, especially that listen, because I think most people would pick 10 Things I Hate About You, which uh, features Heath Ledger. But I'm going to go with She's All That. And it features Freddie Prinze Jr., Rachel Lee Cook, Paul Walker, Anna Paquin, Gabrielle Union, just like all these people. And I just really like that. It's the premise of this one is where this jock does a like bet to see if he can get the nerdy girl to become prom queen. And it's this whole thing. So it's just a cute take again on a rom-com. I really liked it. And that one I've definitely seen more than probably the other ones. Clueless is a close second, but yeah, I would pick she's all that. So what about you? Number three. Number three. Yeah, we had a, you know, interesting. You said that Wedding Singer, you didn't think of immediately as a rom-com. And you said the same thing about my number three when we were talking through our lists. So my number three is The Princess Bride from 1987. Uh, This is uh, kind of a fantasy, I guess. Um, Yeah. There's pirates. There's a princess. There's a giant. (laughs) There's a six-fingered man. Yeah, I, you know, I don't. But then the funny thing is today when I was doing research, like trying to figure out which one's in the top five, it was on like all the lists. So, well, and it's a personal favorite of mine, um, starring Carrie Elwes, Robin Wright, Andre the Giant, and Mandy Patinkin, to name a few, because yeah. it's kind of an ensemble cast. Uh, oh Peter Falk, yeah. Ted Savage. Billy Crystal. Billy Crystal, yep. yeah. Absolutely. And directed by Rob Reiner. So, I mean, it's, it's kind of all over the place. But um, no, it's just... It is so adorable, and it played such a pivotal part of my teen years, I think. You know, it is from the 80s, and I was, you know, as a young man in the 90s, just kind of that prime age of being able to watch this movie and watch it with my friends, and we knew all the lines. It was kind of like, it was almost like another um, Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Yeah. Where it was just, it was part of what we did as a group. Watching rom-coms. Well, watching dudes. Watching Princess Bride, anyway. <laughs> So, yeah, that's uh, that's high up there for me. Nice. All right. So, for me, number two. So, this is the 80s. Lots of good, lots of goodies in the 80s. 
Now, obviously, I want to put Dirty Dancing, but there's lots of debate online, actually, about whether it's even a rom-com hmm. because it's light on com. Yeah, I can see that. So um, There are some really funny parts. Mm-hmm. That's true. See, that's true. So if we're counting it as rom-com, I would put that as my number two, but I'll play it safe and do another one. For me, when I think of kind of romantic comedies, teen comedies, I think of John Hughes. And so that, to me, it came up with Pretty in Pink and uh, 16 Candles. Mm -hmm. The one that I would pick, again, I think a lot of people would pick 16 Candles. But for me, it's always been Pretty in Pink. I've always watched Pretty in Pink more. It's from 1986. And I don't know, like, this one just always seemed a little edgier than 16 Candles. So I liked it. Also, 16 Candles, I felt like she was kind of annoying. <laughs> like, she was really whiny, kind of. I don't know. So, I do I do have a question for you. And Have you seen Pretty in Pink? Yes, I've seen all of them. Okay. So, my question for you is, do you think, though, that she should have ended up with Ducky, her best friend, or the guy that she ended up with? Well, I've always thought she should end up with Ducky. See, me too. So, then it's like, is it a rom-com if she didn't end up with the guy that I wanted? But it is. It, it is. That's what... And, you know, I, I, you talk about it being edgy. Of course, I liked Pretty in Pink because it had a record store in it. I, yeah, obviously. It's a little edgier. I love Ducky's whole singing, dancing bit in the yep. record shop. <laughs> and also, um, some parts of 16 Candles have not aged well. Oh, no. Let's be honest. Uh, especially representation of a Asian yes, characters. Yes, that's terrible. It is rough to watch that these days. Yeah. Yeah, so that's my number two. What's yours? Okay, well, I'm going to do a collection as well. So, yeah, if you're going to do all 90s teen rom-coms, then I'm going to do any Cameron Crowe movie. <laughs> so, uh, for those not informed, Cameron Crowe is a writer-director. Uh, some of his movies are Say Anything, Singles, We Bought a Zoo, and, of course, probably his biggest rom-com is Jerry Maguire. Geez, that spans many years. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, I guess, once again, you could argue, is Jerry Maguire a rom-com? Yeah. Because, you know, it's funny, but it also has some really heavy stuff in yeah, it. Yeah, it's pretty dark. But Cameron Crowe, for whatever reason, I just, I love his movies. It gets me in the feels. Yeah, so if you had to pick one, though. Oh, like... Of this list yes, or of this Cameron Crowe period? Rom-com, Cameron Crowe. I would have to probably go with uh, Singles. Really? You showed me that movie. I was not super into it. I think it's it's a weaker love story than most of his movies, but the music's better. Oh, geez. <laughs> because, you know... Uh, Our resident music guy, folks. Well, Singles was this weird kind of love letter to the Seattle music scene of the 90s and kind of the grunge movement. And it actually had a lot of the grunge bands in it. And then they all it, that took place in Seattle. And it was just all about that. If I'm just doing my favorite Cameron Crowe movie, period, it's going to be almost famous, though. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. Which is kind of once again, it's about music, but it's kind of the epitome of Crowness. <laughs> Crowness. Nice. So, uh, what are we up to here? Number right. one? Number one already. Number one. Holy cow. I know. Okay. <laughs> wow us. Well, mine is another kind of compilation. Uh, I know this is mildly cheating, but I don't care. It's our it's our pop five. 
My number one is pretty much most of Hugh Grant's movies in the 90s, early 2000s. So I Solid choice. Yes, because I realized probably his movies would have been my top three or four, possibly. I was really into Hugh Grant romantic comedies. Some of my favorites of his are Notting Hill, Bridget Jones' Diary, Four Weddings and a Funeral, Love Actually, Two Weeks Notice, Music and Lyrics. Like, it's crazy. Like, he was the king of rom-com, I think in the late 90s, early 2000s. So that being said, I kind of was trying to figure out kind of like what I said with you. I was like, oh my God, what the hell would be my favorite one be? Mm-hmm. And I got it narrowed down to Notting Hill with him and Julia Roberts and Two Weeks Notice with him and Sandra Bullock. And honestly, I have to say Two Weeks Notice pulls out ahead. And when I was looking at lists, Two Weeks Notice was a movie that a lot of people put as, like, not very well known. And that shocked me because I have probably watched this rom-com more than any other rom-com. Like, this is one of those movies that if it's on TV, I watch it. If I know it's going to be on TV, I tape it. Like, this movie is so funny. I think Hugh Grant and Sandra Bullock are hilarious together. Her character can be annoying sometimes in the movie. I'm not going to lie. But she plays, like, kind of a hippy to be lawyer, environmentalist, kind of trying to save the world. And he's like, you know, Mr. Playboy, businessman, and they butt heads. And it's just super cute. Sandra Bullock is hilarious. Hugh Grant in it is hilarious. If you have not seen it, you should definitely rent it. If Especially if you love rom-coms. I think this is kind of my, my go-to. But my second favorite, which you we just watched... Not too long ago was Notting Hill. Yeah, you've shown me Notting Hill and Four Weddings and a Funeral. Yeah. And they're both great. And I'm, I'm with you. I enjoy Hugh Grant. Uh, yeah. You know, maybe it's the accent. Maybe it's just the <laughs> Hugh Grant. Well, he's just kind of quirky. I mean, he's not like insanely hot by any means, but like he's just, I don't know. He's, he's just delightful. funny. Yes, he's delightful. There we go. So that's my number one would be Two Weeks Notice, Hugh Grant. AKA all of Hugh Grant's rom coms <laughs> in a neat little package. Hey, that's a goodie. Uh, we're going to have to watch two weeks' notice because yeah. I haven't seen that. What? How have I not made you watch that? I don't how you made me watch Notting Hill, but not two weeks. Notice. I have no idea. This is insane. All right, you're number one. My number one, and this is not controversial for anyone except for you. <laughs> Because for some reason you don't like this movie. And everyone else I in the world likes this movie. I hate it. I just have never loved it. Well, I do. That's why it's my number one. Well, tell people what it is. My number one is When Harry Met Sally. It's uh, Meg Ryan and Billy Crystal from 1989. Mm-hmm. And it is the perfect romantic comedy. You know, I think it just always frustrated me. Because it's like, just get together. We know you're going to get together. Just get together. But see, <laughs> in in so many ways, though, doesn't that kind of represent almost like our life? Where what? Yeah, okay, we never met when we were younger, but we sure could have. We were running around in the, at the same places, at the same times, but we didn't meet. We end up meeting later in life, you know, when we we're both in our thirties, and when we were ready to meet each other. Yeah, and that's what this movie is about. It's about people who have to be right for each other at the right time. 
Gotcha. Maybe I need to rewatch it again. I haven't watched that movie in probably 10 years. I don't know. For me, it's, it is my favorite romantic comedy. Plus, I think Billy Crystal is one of the funnier people ever to live. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. He's amazing. So that's my list. Ooh. Do you have any honorable mentions? I do. For me, honorable mention that we both talked about and we both liked, but we didn't put on our list was Serendipity mm-hmm. with uh, John Cusack and Kate Beckinsale from 2001. Again, that 90s 2001. I think that's a super cute movie. Didn't make it on my list, though. A couple other honorable mentions that I didn't put on mine was Easy A with Emma Stone. But see, again, that's like, I don't know if that would be considered. I do. <laughs> the reason, though, I think I want to bring that up is because if any of you have seen the Netflix uh, TV series, You, <laughs> it's about a creepy stalker. I did not realize that the guy who plays the stalker, Joe, is in Easy A. And now I will, I don't think I'll ever be able to watch Easy A <laughs> the same way ever again. Oh God, it's ruined it for you. I think it might have. I'm confused. I don't know. Another one, another good one is The Proposal with Sandra Bullock and Ryan Reynolds, which you said you have not watched. No. So again, it's another one I got to get you to watch. We got some work to do. I know. And this whole thing, I'm just telling you right now, this whole thing sparked like a rabbit hole of death (laughs) for me. And I think I'm going to have to do like at some point an obscure 90s rom-com top five. Okay. Because there are so many random 90s rom-coms that I love. Uh, To list a few for our listeners, Only You, Fools Rush In, It Could Happen to You, Moonstruck, like... Lots. Well, Moonstruck might be late 80s, but that also like you could do a whole episode on teen rom, just rom-coms, like maybe even 80s. I don't know. This could open up a whole genre, people. (laughs) If you like rom-com, just keep listening. So what about you? Do you have any honorable mentions? Well, I'll take us out when you're talking about obscure movies. I'll take us out with one. There was one movie that was uh, called Return to Me. From 1990-something. It was David Duchovny and Minnie Driver. And in hindsight, I don't think it's that good of a movie. But once again, at the time, I just kind of... I watched this thing and it meant a lot to me. Really? Yeah. And so then the premise is ridiculous. Basically, <laughs> I, it's, oh, I'm going to describe it and but I'm going to feel embarrassed. <laughs> but sometimes those are good. The premise is that David Duchovny's wife dies and she's an organ donor Mini Driver gets a heart transplant with his wife's heart, and then they meet and end up falling in love. Oh. <laughs> and so the return to me referenced in the title is actually his wife's heart, I think. Returning to them? Yeah. Creepy. <laughs> so you have an obscure one, too. I do. Well, that's it. I mean, out there, you listeners, do you have any like obscure movies you love from rom-coms? What are your favorite rom-coms? There are a gazillion, so I know you have some. You should write me on social media and tell me, what are your favorite rom-coms? Did I miss the mark? Did Coco miss the mark? What? What? Tell us everything. Just go to social media. You can find me at Pop Culture Crush on everything. Pink background, black TV with a little heart. And that's it. Happy Valentine's Day, babe. Happy Valentine's Day, hon. And happy Valentine's Day to all of you. And we will see you on Monday. Bye. Bye.
okay, we got to wrap this up. I got reservations at seven for us. Ooh, where are we eating at? Fondue Palace. Fondue? Fondue for you? <laughs>